This is the Reading Instruction Show. I am your host, Dr. Andy Johnson. Today, we are talking about authentic writing. Now, here's a thought experiment for you. How much talking do you think young children would do if we corrected them after every utterance? What if we insisted that they pronounce every word perfectly and used only correct grammar as they were learning to speak? What if we assigned children their speaking topics and then corrected and evaluated their speaking instead of responding to their ideas? What do you think would happen? Well, I can tell you, we'd create a generation of very insecure children. And yet this is often what happens when children are first learning to use the medium of writing as a vehicle for expressing their ideas. Well-meaning, but ill-informed teachers often insist that children's writing always be grammatically correct and error-free as soon as it hits the paper. That's a good way to create reluctant non-writers. Just like learning to speak, students' ability to write develops best by sharing real ideas and getting real responses instead of constant correction from adults and other students. Now, don't get me wrong. Grammar, spelling, and punctuation are important, but these things are not writing. Writing is having ideas. It's organizing ideas, and it's communicating ideas. In this sense, grammar, spelling, and punctuation are a means to an end, but they are not ends in and of themselves. So let's look at authentic writing activities. Learning to write is easier if students are engaged in authentic writing activities. Authentic writing activities are those in which students are asked to express their thoughts, share their ideas, or describe things from their lives or experiences. Now, authentic writing comes from uh, within the student. It comes in a variety of forms, but it comes from within the student. In this way, also, every student can experience success. For example, if you ask a student to describe what they like to do on weekends, every child can do this. Now, with younger children, some may need to use more pictures than words, but every child can use print to create meaning. Authentic writing enables students to say exactly what they want to say. Nobody directs them to write a story about frogs or princesses or describe a day in the life of a shoe or tell what they could wish for if they had three wishes. Those are all external. In authentic writing activities, the motivation to communicate is internal. The writing expresses their ideas and comes from their experiences. This is the ultimate kind of writing. Now, here are some writing prompts that can be used to create more authentic writing experiences. But keep in mind that a writing prompt is only a temporary device. Ultimately, you want students to be able to choose their own writing topics most of the time. Now, here are some internal writing prompts that are good. Tell me about a time. What do you think about? Describe. Tell me about something. What do you think is interesting or important about something? What do you want to know about something? What do you think about? 
What do you want to tell? What do you want to say? What did you see when? What did you think then? Describe a time when you, this, uh, I need to remember to, I wish that. These are the kinds of writing prompts. They're universal. Everyone can do it. Everyone can be successful. And they are more authentic. They come from within the child. Now, here are some inauthentic, bad writing prompts and activities. Inauthentic writing activities are those in which students are asked to express other people's ideas or write things that they don't necessarily want to say or to use writing to organize or explain someone else's thoughts or experiences. This occurs when students are asked to write a report on a subject somebody else has chosen for them or to do a book report in order to prove that they've read the book. Often, these types of writing activities are used as a measuring device purely to assign a grade or to make students demonstrate that they've read the assigned story or text. Now, here are some examples of other kinds of writing prompts that can lead to inauthentic writing activities. Write a story about. Describe the part in the story where. What, are the, what is the author's point of view? Write a report on what was the character's reaction when. Get the idea. These are bad writing prompts. They're external writing prompts. They come from outside the child. Thus said, there are times and places when it's appropriate to use the types of external writing activities and assignments described, you know, that I just described. But the problem with external writing prompts is that they often become the only type of writing that students are asked to do in schools. Nobody asks students what they think or what they want to say. Nobody encourages them to wonder. They're not asked to use writing to organize their thoughts or to describe their experiences or to express their feelings or reactions to a particular event. When students' writing is based solely on external prompts, the motivation also becomes external. The writing doesn't come from a natural desire to express or say what they want to say. This makes writing and learning to write much harder for students especially those students who may be less proficient in the first place. It also makes it a lot more difficult to teach and not fun. We want to make learning to read and to write as easy as possible. Now, what about stories? What about writing stories? Would it be motivating to ask students to write stories? Well, here's something to consider. When in your adult life have you been asked to write a story about something? For example, write a story about a magic wizard and a lost student. Write a story about a donkey and a flying monkey. Write a story about a boy who lost his three-pronged electrical adapter. You get the idea. These would be tough. Unless you're an author of novels or children's books, I would guess the number of times that you've had to write a story about something in your real-world life would be about never. Thus, the writing of imaginative stories should be put in perspective. Now, don't get me wrong, there's an important place for creative writing. They can be a marvelous outlet for expressing ideas and feelings, and they're fun. 
However, literacy instruction should also reflect and include what occurs most often in real life. In real life, real adults are commonly asked to organize and describe their thoughts. We write memos and letters and lists and newspaper articles and letters to the editors and emails and texts and tweets and all this other stuff. Very seldom are we asked to write stories. Thus, to prepare children for the real world, we should replicate reality in our instruction at the level which is most appropriate to students' level of intellectual and emotional development. Now, again, I'm not saying that you should never encourage creative writing and imaginative stories. Neither am I advocating creative story prompts should never be used. Use whatever gets students writing. What I'm saying is that external writing prompts that call for once upon a time stories can be abstract, making writing more difficult for young children. Instead, try to get children to write from their experiences or expectations. For example, what did you do? What did you see? What do you think? What do you do when? What makes you feel? In this way, their stories are really their stories. That is, stories in which they are the central character. Now, more is not better. Have you ever run into somebody who had absolutely nothing to say but said it anyway? Have you ever encountered writing that seemed to have as its goal to fill the page with words? How often in your adult life has somebody told you to go back and rewrite something to make it more interesting or to add more to it? I would guess this happened about never. As a matter of fact, in our real adult world, being able to write concisely and express our ideas using as few words as possible generally means that the things we write about will be read. Nobody likes to read long rambling letters or emails or textbooks. Thus, when children complete their writing, very seldom should they be asked to go back and write a little more or to add more to it. When students say what they need to say, encourage them then to go on to the next piece of writing or to say something else. Now, I can see the questions forming in your head. What if students write the absolute minimum? Well, then have them write more stories using the absolute minimum. Not more of, but more. Instead of asking them to tell you more about something they've said quite enough about, ask them to tell you about more things. Remember, rigor is not the same as complexity. Quality is not the same as quantity. Shorter writing activities are just fine. This has been the Reading Instruction Show, and we've been looking at writing.